20-point Atlanta lead. Trying to tie the series up at two apiece. And Milwaukee in a zone here. 2-3 zone. Adonovich. Yes! A step back three for Bogdanovich, who is on fire. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Didn't think the results of game number four in the Eastern Conference Finals would take a backseat to what happened during the game, but uh, that's where we are. It is now a best-of-three series tied up at two. Bucks still the favorite, but the odds have certainly changed. Milwaukee went from minus 2,000 before the game. We have the Giannis injury. 2-2 series. Now it's Milwaukee, only minus 225. Joe O and Joe G with you on BetQL Daily here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon. Let's check in with our guy, Ryan McDonough, at NBA on Twitter. He's an Odyssey NBA insider. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights these sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today uh, uh ryan it it happened again i i don't know your thought process on uh how you were able to enjoy uh the nba postseason with so many injuries and some people think it's due to the uh truncated season that we just had um but uh your thoughts on uh, what happened last night with Giannis when before the game we were all talking about the trey young injury yeah, good morning, guys. Always great to be on with you. It's certainly unfortunate. Obviously, fans of the game want to see the best players playing on the biggest stage at the highest level, and clearly that has not been the case uh, throughout the playoffs. And uh, look, I, I think if you, you go back and look at this time last year, the NBA had a number of options. None of them were good. Um, I think they chose the best one, which is finishing a condensed season in the Orlando bubble. And then for the good of the game, more for the long-term good of the game than the short-term good of the game, uh, they decided to start the, this season, the next season, uh, prior to Christmas and, and play 72 games and condense the schedule uh, as much as they could while satisfying the media partners and other stakeholders in the league. So I understand why they did what they did. I think it's very important for people to keep in mind that this was a mutual decision. Uh, the Players Association had a vote, and they voted to do this as well. Uh, unfortunately, guys, it seems like the toll on the wear and tear is catching up with a number of teams, and the star players in particular, who have to carry a heavy load throughout the regular season, then especially in the playoffs. So it, it is unfortunate. Uh, I think the teams with depth, obviously, are going to be rewarded, and that's why uh, you know I, I think Atlanta's in pretty good shape. I hate to look at it uh, from that cold calculating perspective but uh, as I look at the two teams in the Eastern Conference Finals now I like Atlanta's chances a lot better going forward because I think they are the deeper and more talented team top to bottom. Ryan moving forward uh, team building in the NBA I mean, for, for a long time now it's basically been get your two or three superstars and then figure out the rest however you can you know guys off the street guys at buyouts whatever you have to do fill out the roster do you think that philosophy changes a little bit moving forward after this year where depth is playing more of a role. I mean, injuries have knocked out stars and maybe a team like Atlanta with depth gets to the NBA finals. Do you think it changes the team building philosophy as, as teams try to figure out how to win a title? 
Not really, because I think if those teams are healthy, and you, if, if you assume every team is healthy, which obviously there are some injuries along the way, but those teams would still be the favorites, right? I, I think it would still be the Brooklyn Nets against the LA Lakers if those teams were healthy, because those star players are that good. Uh, but but I think it will put more of an emphasis on the middle uh, to bottom part of your roster, especially the rotational players who were, say, the sixth through tenth best guys on your team. Uh, that's going to become more important, and teams, I think, are going to be more focused on that Guys, frankly, uh, I'm not trying to pile on uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. I know it's been a rough morning and last night for Bucks fans, but mm-hmm. as I look at the four teams left in the conference finals, I think three of them, Phoenix, the L.A. Clippers, and the Atlanta Hawks, have done a very good job with their talent and depth up and down the roster. I don't think Milwaukee's done that, and that's why I think uh, of the four remaining teams, the Bucks are the most vulnerable, especially if Giannis is going to miss the remainder of this series. Uh, Ryan, do you think moving forward there are going to be a lot of organizations that look at the success, like like you mentioned, of the teams that have this depth? Uh, last night for the Hawks, like Lou Williams, he leads all scores, and they were getting an incredible amount of production. Cam Reddish, just his second game uh, since the Achilles injury. Okongwu gave them some quality minutes. Uh, do you think teams are going to, I don't know if it's overreacting, but look at just what happened this season and worry more about uh, depth than just getting that one superstar? Well, I, I think they have to for a couple different reasons. Uh, if you look at the way the Atlanta Hawks are built, and this is something we started in Phoenix when I was GM of the team. I, I didn't get a chance to see it through, but uh, they've certainly done this. Uh, they have a number of talented, contributing players on the rookie scale contracts. I mean, looking at the guys um, for Atlanta, Trey Young did not play last night, but he's still on the rookie scale contract, as are John Collins, uh, Kevin Herter. Those guys both start. And then coming off the bench, you, you mentioned Cameron Reddish. Um, and so, uh, you know, they have a number of guys, and that's important guys in Okongwu uh, also is, uh, you know, a rookie uh, coming off the bench. So they have a number of guys who are contributing at a high level, and that's important for a couple reasons. One, those guys are young, so you think their best basketball is likely ahead of them. Uh, but two, financially, uh, there's only so much money to spend. And those rookie-scale contracts, for those who don't know, in the NBA, the first two years are guaranteed, and then uh, you have consecutive team options for the third year and then the fourth year, and then a player becomes a restricted free agent. So uh, it's extremely important, I think, to have some, some guys on rookie-scale contracts contributing or veterans on minimum contracts like the Clippers have now. Uh, with Reggie Jackson, DeMarcus Cousins, and others, because uh, there's only so much money to spend. You spend it at the top of your roster. Um, but, but as we've seen in this playoffs, now more than ever, uh, building out your roster with that talent and depth in a cost-controlled manner is extremely important. Ryan, Suns, Clippers tonight, Game 6. The Clippers try to continue to do what they've done all postseason, which is go down in these series, come back, and, and find a way to win them. Um, who do you give the advantage to tonight in this game? The one thing that, that is just kind of biting at me is Chris Paul has come back, but he hasn't looked himself yet. And it feels like it has changed the series here to an extent with the Suns not being themselves on offense, even with Chris Paul back. Yeah, Phoenix has really struggled offensively with, with Chris Paul. As you mentioned, they, they play better in the first two games uh, without him. I like the L.A. Clippers tonight, guys. I think they have the momentum. Um, one thing to keep an eye on, I, I think the Clippers are better without Ivica Zubac, and that's in no means intended to be a shot uh, at Zubac. But I think when, when Ty Lue goes big with Zubac, um, the Phoenix Suns have the better big in DeAndre Ayton. Zubac is a good player. Ayton's obviously turning into a very good player. Um, so I think it's to the Clippers' advantage to play small, to spread out the Suns. Uh, obviously, they, they potentially give some up on the offensive boards and uh, with the size and physicality in the paint. But uh, those are their best players. That, that's their best lineup, in my opinion, that small ball lineup. 
Marcus Morris was terrific to start game five the other night, and Paul George was fantastic in the second half to close it out. Um, so I, I think Phoenix is going to win the series, but I think the Clippers are going to win the game tonight and then force a game seven uh, back here in Phoenix on Friday night. Wow. Uh, you mentioned that you think the Hawks come out of the East right now based on this Giannis uh, situation. Do you think the Hawks can take down either Western Conference team? No, I don't. I, I think uh, the Western Conference teams are superior. Uh, whoever advances, whether it's Phoenix or the L.A. Clippers, uh, I think they're the favorite, and they will be my pick to, to win the championship. Uh, guys, when I watch the conferences, and it helps that it's every other night, you can see them uh, back-to-back, so to speak. I, I just think the Western Conference teams are more talented, and I think they have uh, more more depth, um, more ways to beat you, more shot creators. Um, you know, I, I think uh, – so I, I think whoever wins, Phoenix or the L.A. Clippers, uh, will be the favorite, should be the favorite uh, in, in the finals. Um, Giannis's injury obviously impacts that. But even before Giannis was injured, guys, as you guys know, I uh, haven't been as high on the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I thought they were fortunate to play uh, the, the Brooklyn Nets um, without – uh, Kevin, excuse me, with with an injured uh, James Harden and without Kyrie Irving at the end of that series. So um, I, I like whoever wins the Western Conference, Phoenix or L.A., to, to go on to win the NBA championship. Brian McDonough, NBA uh, insider for Odyssey, here joining us on BeckQL Daily and the BeckQL Network. Ryan, um, you mentioned the Hawks, excuse me, uh, Clippers or Suns, whoever comes out of the West, the favorite. Let, let's for a second assume the Clippers do this again. They win game six, they go to Phoenix, they win in game seven. Uh, Paul George has been a guy that that fans and, and anyone who, who wagers on the NBA was like, yeah, I, I don't know if I trust that guy. He's a tremendous player, been a max player, but do you trust him? He, he's the one guy, though, Ryan, that is playing all these minutes. He has been the durable star in the postseason. Um, what's the perception of the league of Paul George as a guy, especially now, you know, if this all comes to fruition, if he wins a title in a couple weeks, I feel like that'll change the perception among fans and those who wager in the game. What's the perception inside the league of Paul George? Yeah, I, I think it's it's been a roller coaster. Um, you know, everybody saw what he did in Indiana. I'm one of the talented young players in the league. Uh, that that team was good. I mean, keep in mind, guys, he, he was uh, probably the best player on a team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple times, lost to the great uh, Miami Heat teams when the Heat had the big three of LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, and uh, they were dominating the league. But, um, you know, so Paul George's his value has fluctuated. His performance has uh, been heavily criticized, especially, um, you know, last year in the Orlando bubble, hitting the side of the backboard. And uh, frankly speaking, I think he's brought some of that on himself with the playoff P and, and, and all that. But um, he really showed up the other night he showed up uh, in this series um you know the first two games uh one and two he was he was good in the, those two close losses here in phoenix other than the free throws late in game two and then uh, you know on monday night in game five he, he was terrific um I, I thought he may fade and that is one thing to keep an eye on guys especially for the betters who, who listen to your show uh if you look at the minutes distribution in the playoffs of all players paul george is way ahead of the pack ahead of trey young ahead of devin booker ahead of anybody uh, part of that is because the clippers have played so many games and then part of that is because Paul George has played uh, 39 to 43 minutes in every game in this series and played, uh, you know, 46 on uh, the last game against Utah. So he's carried an extremely heavy load with Kawhi Leonard out. He's going to have to continue to do that for the L.A. Clippers to win. Uh, that is just something to keep an eye on, uh, especially as star players around the league seem to be dropping left and right uh, in terms of guys who have played fewer minutes than Paul George has played to this point. Yes, dropping left and right is right. Uh, Giannis, Trey, Kawhi. CP3 with the COVID, Kyrie, Harden, AD, MB, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, Jalen Brown, Jamal Murray this year. We know the Nuggets would have had a completely different look. Uh, do you hate this season, the way it's played out? 
Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of basketball in the NBA, so whenever there's competitive basketball, I, I love to watch it. Uh, I, I try to look at the, uh, the bright side. If there is a bright side, uh, I think it has created an opportunity for a new, younger generation of stars to really step into the limelight. And, and the three guys that we brought into the Suns when I was there, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Mikel Bridges, I think those three have really seized the moment and uh, you know risen to the occasion. Now, as have Trey Young, John Collins, Kevin Herter, and the guys in Atlanta. So uh, I tend to look at it that way. Um, you know, I've been pleasant surprised with how good the TV ratings have been, especially compared to last year in Orlando, which, as you guys know, is somewhat of a disaster from a media ratings perspective going up against football. So uh, I tend to look at the bright side. I, I don't want to call it a changing the guard, but uh, I'm really enjoying watching these young players step up and show how good they are on a national stage. Ryan, do you think there'll be a, a figurative asterisk on this season when we look back? Everyone will remember the 2021 season as the year all the stars got hurt. Do you think we'll, we'll kind of look at it that way when we talk about Hey, Paul George and the Clippers, or hey, Devin Booker and the Suns won the title that year. Or do you think a title is won, a title is earned? I think it's the latter. And, you know, you're talking to a guy who was in the Celtics front office in 08 when we won the championship. And then uh, 2009, I thought our team was actually better the next year. And then Kevin Garnett got hurt. Uh, missed the playoffs that that year, and then in 2010, uh, we lost to the Lakers in seven games in the NBA Finals, uh, led by the great Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol and those guys. And I bring it up, guys, because nobody remembers that. I remember that because <laughs> I was there, but but nobody remembers if if we got some breaks in 08 when we won the title, which we did, and if some things went against us in nine and ten uh, with the injuries and which they did. Nobody remembers, as they say in the NBA, flags fly forever. So uh, whether it's uh, Phoenix, LA, Atlanta, Milwaukee, whoever has that. 2021 NBA champions banner in their arena, um, you know, next, uh, next fall. Um, in time, people are going to forget that. They're just going to remember that team held the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the season. Uh, Ryan, at McDNBA on Twitter. Uh, Ryan McDonough joked uh, last night with all the injuries, NBA Finals could be Tyshawn Alexander playing Skylar Mays one-on-one uh, for the title. What, what about Finals <laughs> MVP? Any, any long shots that you could see winning? Since who knows what's going to happen? Predicting the NBA, good luck with it. Yeah, well, you, you guys know how I feel about the Western Conference champion winning. Uh, so, so I'd look for some value on the Western Conference uh, teams. I, I think, um, you know, I'd be looking at DeAndre Ayton, the odds uh, he can get. He'll play a huge role uh, in the finals on bo- both ends of the court. And I, I imagine, um, you know, you, you'll get more favorable odds for the better on Ayton than you would for uh, Devin Booker or Chris Paul. Uh, so, so I'd look at him as a potential candidate. Um, and then, you know, on, on the L.A. Clippers, I, I'd be, uh, you know, Paul George, um, you know, obviously be the, the front runner to win it. Um, I don't know if Kawhi Leonard's on the board. I'm guessing he's probably off the board at this point. But wouldn't that be a, a heck of a long short bet, a shot bet if you, if you bet on him? And he, he miraculously returns and then wins the MVP. Uh, a guy I'd look at on the Clippers, though, is, is Reggie Jackson. He's played fantastically well. Um, you need stars to win in the playoffs. Well, he really has played like the Clippers' second star with Kawhi out. Uh, so I'd look and see if there's good value on Reggie because, as you guys know, I'm bullish on the Western Conference teams, and uh, and maybe t- worth taking some risk on one of the, those guys who aren't uh, the top odds guys on Phoenix in the L.A. Clippers. All right, Ryan, enjoy tonight's game, and hopefully we'll talk soon, all right? Anytime, guys. Odyssey NBA insider Ryan McDonough. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. As soon as he said Reggie Jackson, I'm like, yep. 33 to 1. 33 to 1 to win finals MVP. He's the guy stepping in with the Kawhi injury. Maybe. Yeah, the Kawhi conversation has been completely shut down. We still don't have any details. I don't know. Is he close? I have no idea. And they haven't ruled him out, which gives you that sense that maybe, maybe Maybe. he is. Maybe.
Uh, we're going to go prop shopping next. NBA tonight. They also get the NHL and Major League Baseball. We're going to cover it all. This is Joe O and Joe G. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily from BetQL.